Hey family, this is Mo Lives on Purpose. My name is Monique Moss, also known as Mo, and I am here to tell you about all the details of how I went from a life of hopelessness to a life full of hope and purpose. And I'm also going to be empowering you to live on purpose mentally, physically, relationally, financially, and most of all, spiritually. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Although we will talk about mental and emotional health from time to time, I want you to know that this podcast does not take the place of actual therapy. I encourage everyone to go and find a therapist that fits your personal needs so that you can do the work that you need to do in order to recover from any mental and emotional trauma, as well as working through all the things that we go through on a day-to-day basis. Hey y'all, I missed y'all. I hope you missed me too. It's been over a month since I gave y'all an episode. Um... Your girl's been busy, like I know y'all know I'm I'm always busy doing all the things, serving all the people. <laughs> um I really, really, really want to be more consistent here with y'all and get back into you know, giving you an episode at least every other week. Um I want to be more intentional about that. So here I am vowing to be more intentional with my, you know, posting and and giving you guys an episode at least twice a month. So anyway, before I jump into what I want to talk about today or the few things I want to talk about today How about I bring back our good old affirmations? If you've been with me for a while, I used to do an affirmation for each episode that really tied into what we were going to talk about. And I felt led to to give you a really good affirmation for today. Um, So today's affirmation is I am evolving into the person that God has created me to be. I embrace the change and the pruning of my thinking patterns, my character, my relationships, and the aspects of my life that no longer serve me. I may have needed the old me in the past, But the me that I am becoming needs the gradual, intentional, and sometimes painful transformation of my mind, body, and spirit to take place. I welcome this evolution of me. I'm going to dig deeper into that affirmation in a minute. But I want to share some celebrations with y'all some things that are going on in my life that I'm super excited about things that have transpired over the last month or so that um 
I haven't shared with y'all. So if you follow me on my personal or my podcast social media pages, um, then you know that I got my LPC, my license as a licensed professional counselor. Um, that was as of February 6th. It took you girl three, almost three weeks to get my license, which is weird because, you know, I talk to and communicate with lots of and network network with a lot of people that were also associates and they, for some reason, either, you know, submitted for their upgrade from an associate to a fully licensed LPC either the week before me days before me or even after me or even the same day as me and everybody was getting a license and I'm sitting here like what is really going on like why am I not getting my license like I had a whole three weeks of like me and Jesus had some real serious conversation I'm like God what are you trying to teach me in this situation where I'm not getting my license and everybody else is like what's really going on so I finally got tired of waiting and I did what they said not to do and I emailed them on I want to say a Saturday and I knew that the licensing office was closed on the weekend but I was just like you know what I'm at this point I'm tired so I emailed them on the Saturday and guess what happened early first thing Monday morning the girl got an email with information about my upgrade that I had actually been upgraded on Monday you know that day February 6th so I'm like what was the hold up but okay I got it thank you Jesus I'm excited um in my mind I had this big celebration planned out that has not happened for various reasons. Um, but I don't know. I do. I did celebrate with my immediate family. Um, my husband, my kids, my parents, and my siblings. So, you know, we, we went on an outing. You know, we went out to eat, have fun. We enjoyed our time, like, that was cool. I wanted to have this big scale celebration, but um, I don't know. I think God is like sometimes the the best celebrations are with just though your close knit group of people, um, the your ride or dies, the ones that you know through every season of life. They've been there. They will be there. You know, all of that good stuff. So, I enjoyed myself celebrating with my immediate family. Um, so, yeah. So, that's the first thing. Um, you are listening to this podcast on uh, March. Most likely, I'm posting it for March the 10th. March 12th, this Sunday, will be my seven-year wedding anniversary um, so I'm super excited about that. Man, my husband, we aren't really doing anything big, but we will be enjoying our weekend with each other. 
Um, so yeah, I'm super excited about seven years. Like when I say this, this past seven years has gone by so fast. I feel like I just got married. <laughs> and then I look at my son and I'm like, well, yeah, he's about to be six. So yeah, we, we've been in this thing for, for a minute. We've been together for nine years, married for seven um, I remember my daddy telling me, he's like, all right, after 25, don't blink because it's going to go hyper speed fast. And he was not lying. He was telling no lies because I'm like, where did the time go? Your girl going to be 39 in September this year. And I'm like, how am I almost 40? Like, I've been here almost a whole four decades. Like, what? <laughs> But anyway, so those are my celebrations. Um, my other celebration, I'm just randomly thinking is your girl only has, what, 11, no, 10 more weeks of school, of, you know, school counseling, you know, me working um, until summer happens. I don't get a summer break, unfortunately. Because I work year-round. But in the summer, I do have Fridays off. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to, like, the slower pace of things that happens in the summer as far as work is concerned. Um, This school year has gone by crazy fast. Like, I'm like, how is it already March? And then March feels like it just started and we almost at the middle of March. Like, how... It's time going by so fast. But anyway, it is what it is. So those are my celebrations that I want to to bring up to you guys. Um, real quick, I want to talk about some things I'm super excited about. Um, not necessarily celebrations, but things I'm excited about in life right now. And that is... The fact that I have, because I am done with my license, um, you know, earning the hours to get my license, I'm not in school anymore. Like, I feel like I can breathe. Like, I can work my job. I can come home, be a wife, be a mom. And there's nothing extra attached to that. Now, don't get me wrong. All of those things in and of themselves are still keeping your girl busy. However, I'm not as busy as I was before and I don't feel like I'm going to pull my hair out <laughs> because I'm so overwhelmingly busy. So <laughs> that's that. I am loving the fact that, you know, the things that I was passionate about, especially like reading and writing um, more so reading um, and reading things for enjoyment and not, you know, to gain more knowledge and information about like counseling and therapy and all of that. Like I've been reading for enjoyment. So I've been reading um, fiction, you know, and novels and stuff like that. And so some of these uh, novels I've been reading, I've been finishing them in a couple days and we had a, a 
early spring break a couple weeks ago and your girl finished three books in that one week and I have not done that since before my son was born almost six years ago so I am super excited that I have a lot more time to do the things that I enjoy and to you know just have more time for me because I'm always you know serving other people in the different roles that I have and so the fact that I'm on the other side of this one goal that I had that has taken up the last five, six years of my life. I am now at a place where I can breathe and enjoy, you know, being on the other side of that. I know God is, um, you know, taking me, giving me this space and this time to just kind of relax and work one job not two and you know really be present in my family's life right now um but I do know that at some point jumping back into being a therapist is on the horizon when I don't know but I'm feeling these little promptings of a lot of different things that your girl you know has some vision for so more things to come not right now i'm just chilling and just enjoying being i don't know in a place of rest i guess you can say um so yeah but anyway um what i really want to talk about today um get my notes together I had to write some notes down is pruning so it's crazy because whenever God is wanting to show me something he knows how I am I'm one of those people like God I need you to show me some signs I need you to like keep repeating the same thing over and over again so I know it's real (laughs) so I know it's you and so I know that this is what you're telling me to do because I do not want to go and do something and it ain't what you wanted me to do and so or what you want me to absorb or learn or whatever so one of the big things that God has been dealing with me it has been involving like these words that have to do with change so like pruning and transformation and evolution and you know those types of words where there has to be this shift and mm, I just had this download like I think the reason why God has me in this period of somewhat rest and what I mean by rest is I'm doing yes I work and I'm a wife and I'm a mother you know and I'm serving in those roles but God has some 
things that he needs to shift and change in me because the me that I am today and that I have been in the past, um, in the next season of my life, it's no longer going to serve me. Hence the affirmation from today. <laughs> um, and where God has taken me, he needs me to have um, some elevation in my character and my walk with him you know hence uh, if you've listened to the last few episodes that I've posted um I am in this position where I am having to pour more into my relationship with God by reading the word more um you know making sure I'm reading devotionals and and things that are really giving me insight into where God is wanting to take me. Um, One of the things that God is dealing with me, and it's so crazy because a lot of the situations that I'm going through in my current job and in my personal life and whatnot have to do with bravery and boundaries, having courage and and being able to set and maintain boundaries with myself and with others. And those are some weaknesses of mine. And so um, God is really strengthening me in those areas because where he's taking me, I can't be afraid. I can't be silent on things that I know I need to speak up about. I can't not set boundaries with people um, and with myself. So God is really pruning and transforming me into the Monique I need to be in this next season. And so right now, that's why he has me kind of at this standstill so that that those changes can happen. Um, one of the big things that he's also dealing with me is procrastination. I am a horrible and have been a horrible <laughs> procrastinator. And I read something I'm going to say maybe a couple months ago. I think it was just like a meme or something on Instagram that I saw. I wish I would have screenshotted it. But um, basically, it said something about procrastination may not necessarily be laziness. It could be depression or anxiety. And I was like, dang, that really like made me think because I, I know that I am a functioning procrastinator. Um, I think I always have been, but I know going into this next season, that's one of the things I cannot carry with me. Um, and so procrastination for me. I realized that procrastination usually comes about when I have a big task 
that I need to do and I don't have enough information or knowledge of what I need to do to complete it. So I'll have that task at a standstill. Or if I am overwhelmed by my to-do list, I will procrastinate on certain things. Or if I'm upset about a task that I need to do and I'm like not wanting to do that task, but it's something I have to do, then sometimes I'll procrastinate and put it on the back burner until I absolutely positively have to do it. So like me learning about my reasons, you know, for which I procrastinate, um, I have to have this awareness in order to change this, right? So what is my first question for you is what is it that you, a quality about yourself that you know needs to change, what is feeding that quality? What is feeding that characteristic? Is it childhood trauma? Is it how you were raised? Is it because of some insecurities or beliefs you have about yourself? Do you have imposter syndrome, which is where you believe that you don't deserve to be where you are in life right now? And even though you've worked super hard, you know, to get where you are, that's another issue I have. Um, Excuse me. So what is the characteristic about yourself that you know you want to change? And what is feeding that characteristic? Why have you developed that characteristic about yourself, that personality trait? Um, so one way that I have worked to overcome my procrastination, it really has killed two birds with one stone. And that's because as a school counselor right now in Texas, um, I don't know if it's a Texas thing or it's a U.S. thing. I want to say it's a Texas thing where, um, I guess I should probably know that. But anyway, <laughs> I'll look into that later. But where 80% of my work and my duties have to be directly related to counseling. Um, because there is a history of counselors being given tasks and duties that have nothing to do with counseling. Um, shout out to all my school counselors out there. We just had school counselor week not too long ago. Um, so yeah, but anyway, um, school counselors are usually given tasks and duties that have nothing to do with counseling and if you look at the curriculum to become a school counselor a lot of the things that we have had to do in the past had nothing to do with our education so um you know for the most part school counseling degrees you know the curriculum for a school counselor usually has to do with mental health concerns and yes also um things related to disabilities and and whatnot that and behaviors that children 
and adolescence experience. But it didn't have nothing to do with scheduling. Nothing to do with um, being a testing coordinator or, you know, some of these roles that are huge and could really be served by a whole nother person. Um, you know, school counselors just kind of in the past have just been handed all of these tasks to do. And it really neglected the true essence of what a school counselor needs to be doing, which is, you know, social and emotional learning for children and adolescents on a school campus. So, um, because we are having, we have this 80-20 rule now, we have to track our time, which that's in and of itself is another added task. So I have um, come up with a system that has worked for me. And so I am like in love with Canva, which is an app that you can use to design different things like for social media or even for personal you know use or whatever documents and so I found this really cute like daily planning sheet and I just you know made it cute put it in the colors I like changed some of the wording on it and this is how I track my time and so I track it on paper for the week and then at the end of the week I track it on my, I use my trackings, um, I upload my trackings onto a digital um, Google form or whatever um, that can be, that can, so Google forms, when you have Google forms and you um, create a spreadsheet from the entries, then it can give you like a breakdown of you know, the duties, the counseling versus non-counseling duties. So, um, based on how I categorized everything or whatever. And so with that, I'm killing two birds with one stone. I am looking and seeing, am I, you know, within that 80-20 rule? Also, I am able to work out my procrastination <laughs> because my um, my planning sheet I have one printed off for every day and it lists um, the people, I, the kids I have to see, the students I have to see for that day or who I want to see for that day, um, the tasks I need to complete for that day, appointments and meetings. It has a section for that. I also have a section for some notes. So sometimes I talk to parents or I talk to you know, different people and I just need to jot down some notes. Um, I like keeping it, you know, on that one pager. Um, and then it also has a section for um, what do I need to do for tomorrow? I think another thing I'm going to do to revamp my page is having like a daily scripture that I want to focus on for that day. And I really think that because sometimes throughout my day, my day gets overwhelming and I need to have something that will stand out to me and remind me of, you know, what my purpose is for the day and overall in general. 
Um, so yeah, I think I might revamp that this weekend so that I can have that for Monday. Um, so anyway, this planning sheet helps me to prioritize my day. I get a glimpse of what does my day look like? Who are my kids, my students that I absolutely have to see? Um, if I get a request to see a kid on that day, I add them to my my little daily planning sheet and I prioritize which kids need to see me, you know, the most. What tasks have to get done today because of some deadline or whatever, you know, all of those things. This sheet really helps me to prioritize my day. And because I'm prioritizing my day, I'm less likely, <clears throat> excuse me, to to procrastinate. Um, I also have started to ask myself some questions. If I come across a task and it's been on my daily, each of my daily sheets for a couple of days and I haven't gotten to it, I have to ask myself some questions such as what has kept me from doing or putting off this task? Is it because of interruptions? You know, different things that weren't pre-planned have come up. Um, is it because that task just isn't a priority for me because it doesn't have a deadline? You know, it's up to me to kind of get it done at some point, but it's not something that I have to get done by a specific day or time. Um, is it something that I just don't enjoy doing? Is it a, a one of those tasks that's in that 20% that I know is not a counseling related duty which are usually the tasks that I don't enjoy doing because I know it's not has nothing to do with mental health, has nothing to do with social, social and emotional learning. So, you know, a lot of times those are the tasks that I find myself not wanting to do. Um, and is it something that's overwhelming me because I don't have enough information or knowledge on how to do it? And I need to, you know figure out some stuff before I can do it. So I have to question myself, ask myself those questions. So um, I want to kind of like pour into you right now. So if you're a procrastinator like me, <clears throat> I think there's two types of procrastinations, right? Like there's procrastination in like our everyday tasks that we have to do or like a specific task um, such as if I'm talking about, you know, my what I just talked about was like related to work, but I procrastinate also in my personal life, like at home, like I have been on this um, journey to try to become a minimalist. And I'll talk to y'all about that in a whole nother episode. <clears throat> but um, I have been, I started off cleaning out my office because my office is like an eyesore. And it is not, <clears throat> my office at home is not what I want it to be. It's just like a catch-all room. And what sucks is that room does not have a door. So it's kind of open and it's like a office slash 
playroom slash room that my daughter goes into to watch TV. Like, it is the bane of my existence in my house. (laughs) So, I started off with that. And I have not finished that. Um, And so... I've read this book about minimalism. Like I said, I'll talk to y'all about all of that later. And it was like, when you start a task, you want to finish that one before jumping to the next one. Um, And before that, I did actually, before even reading the minimalist book that I read, I did start like trying to like clean out my closet a little bit. And... I have not necessarily finished that piece um, for various reasons. But, um, yeah, so my procrastination in that is I just don't know what I want my office to look like. When Going back to the office, I don't know specifically how I want to design my office. And so... It's almost like my brain won't let me, like, go there for some reason. I don't know. So, I got a lot of questioning to do when it comes to that. But anyway, um, so, yeah, there's procrastination in, like, these tasks that we want to complete, these things we want to do. But also, there's procrastination in our lifelong dreams and long-term goals, Um, going so for example like going after a new job or position going back to school going and starting therapy or going back to therapy um, starting a business so these are all things that you know you might have a dream or a long-term goal to do something new in life and you're procrastinating and so I think it's so important for us to question ourselves, not from a place of judgment. And like, that's why it's so important not to use the word why, because a lot of times when we ask ourselves why or ask other people why, like it can come across as judgy. And so we have to question ourselves from a place of curiosity, like what has caused me to not finish or start on this goal that I have for my life what am I afraid of what am I avoiding am I overwhelmed when I think about this does it bring me anxiety to think about this and what is feeding that anxiety Is it because, kind of going back to what I said earlier, is it because of, you know, a mindset that I have or thoughts or beliefs that I have about myself that are negative, that is keeping me from pursuing this goal? Do I have the knowledge that I need to pursue this task or goal? Um, And in that, kind of going back to the, am I overwhelmed? I think I'm a firm I am a firm believer that if we prioritize our things and baby step our way into our goals that a lot of times we are more pr- 
prone to finish or take on and pursue what it is that we're wanting to accomplish. Um, so like, for example, years and years ago, when I was a school counselor, I did toy with the idea of becoming an LPC so that I could do counseling and therapy outside of the school setting. But I got so overwhelmed with the amount of time that it would take for me to do that. So like having to go back to school and paying money to go back to school and then having to do 3000 hours. And, you know, I was like, that's going to take too much time and too much money. And <clears throat> I have neither of those. <laughs> so, um, God really just had to kind of push me into that. And I had to think in baby steps, like, okay, I'm going to go back to school. And once that piece of it is done, like, I can celebrate that. That's the other thing. Celebrate the small victories um, as you are pursuing these long-term goals. So after I finished school, then I started my, um, you know, sat for my test and then became an associate. I celebrated that. And then after that, um, I worked my hours. I did my hours. And whenever I hit little milestones in that, I celebrated those things. And I think that's so important to celebrate the baby steps. Celebrate accomplishments, no matter how small they are in the bigger picture of what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Um, so a baby step can look like what is one thing that I can do this week to jumpstart the process in this goal that I have? Do I need to ask for help from somebody who's more knowledgeable than me? Do I need to do a brain dump, brain dump of all of the things that come to mind when it comes to this particular task. Do I need to write all these things down or type all these things down in my phone or on my computer or whatever? For me, so for example, I have this, I don't know if I've shared this with y'all, but I have this um, vision of writing a book, being becoming an author. And so I'm like, I don't know what I want to write about. I have so many things I could write about. And so I just did a brain dump of all of the stuff that I could potentially talk about in this book. And the crazy thing is, I came to the conclusion, like, who says I have to write just one book? Like, I could write a book about one of these things and then take that and expand that into a second book. You know, so um, doing a brain dump has always been helpful to me because I get everything out on paper or everything out on my computer or in my phone and I just go back and reread that and kind of sort through okay what's the first thing I need to do to jump start this process let me give myself a deadline to do that a non-negotiable deadline and then move, celebrate that and move on to the next thing. So, um, so yeah, 
I hope that this was helpful to y'all, especially my my fellow procrastinators that will no longer be procrastinators in the near future. Um, <laughs> I hope this was helpful to you. And if procrastination isn't the quality about yourself that you're wanting to change, what is that quality? And how can you overcome that issue in your life by taking baby steps, celebrating the small victories until you get to that big goal of looking back and saying, hey, I'm no longer embodying that quality. Um, I'm on the other side of that. So, like I said, I hope this was helpful. I love y'all. And I hope you have a very blessed week. So go and live more purposely. Love you. Bye. Please be sure to subscribe and follow my podcast. Also, follow me on Instagram at Mo Lives on Purpose. And then you can also email me with any questions or any feedback that you have for me. And my email address is Mo Lives on Purpose at gmail.com. Thank you guys, and I hope you are blessed and go and live Mo Purposely. <laughs>